and really leaning into the tools that I practice with my kids, with my husband out in the world. You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast, episode number 387. Today, we're talking about global parenting with Casey O'Rourke. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have, and when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields. I help smart, thoughtful parents stay calm so they can have strong, connected relationships with their children. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of Mindful Parenting, and I'm the author of the best-selling book, Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Hey, welcome back to the Mindful Mama podcast. Listen, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Amazing ones coming up. And if you get value from this podcast, go over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a rating and review. It just helps enormously and it takes 30 seconds. It will make my heart sing if you can do that for me today, dear listener. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. In just a moment, I'm going to be sitting down with Casey O'Rourke. Casey O'Rourke, besides being a friend of mine, is a positive discipline trainer and parent coach. She hosts the popular parenting podcast, Joyful Courage, and she has a book of the same name, Joyful Courage, Calming the Drama and Taking Control of Your Parenting Journey. For over 20 years, Casey has worked with families as an educator and a coach to broaden perspectives on parenthood, behavior, and relationships. She's an ICF certified life coach, and she has a master's in education from University of Washington. And toward the end of 2022, she joined myself and more than 60 other parenting experts at the first ever global parenting conference in Abu Dhabi called Parenthood the Unconference. It was a life-changing event for both Casey and I and parents there. And so in this episode, Casey and I talk about our experience at the conference and how it changed our lives and the takeaways that we have from connecting with parents in this global way. This is a fascinating conversation. So if you want to peek my life and cases and join me as I travel back in time and across the globe to Abu Dhabi, please stay along. So join me at the table as I talk to Casey O'Rourke. I am hosting a retreat in Tulum, Mexico, in paradise this October called Bloom in Tulum. It's a five-day, all-inclusive, personal and professional growth retreat for ambitious, big-hearted women who are ready to step into their power with grace, support, and confidence. So my two biz besties and I dreamed up this magical retreat over sushi a few months back, and after lots of planning, it's actually happening. We have mapped out a thoughtful itinerary with lots of downtime to make the most of this beautiful paradise beachside location and also set you up for a powerful and memorable experience of growth. There's only 20 spots available and all three of us are promoting it to our full community. So that's like over 50,000 people. So I imagine the spots will fill very quickly. If you are interested in joining us, 
in Bloom and Tulum. Go to bloomintulum.com for all the details and to complete your application. Also know that early bird pricing ends on June 30th, so it's a really good time to secure your spot and save some money. I mean, honestly, like how fun would it be to hang out in person at a gorgeous, luxurious, all-inclusive in October? So head to Bloom in Tulum. That's B-L-O-O-M in Tulum. T-U-L-U-M. Bloomintulum.com for all the details and complete your application. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the pod. My guest today is Hunter Clark Fields. You may remember Hunter from episode 209, nearly three and a half years ago, when she came on the Joyful Courage podcast and talked about her book, Raising Good Humans. I can't believe that was three and a half years ago. Hunter is the creator of the Mindful Parenting Course, host of the Mindful Mama podcast, and author of the best-selling book, Raising Good Humans. She helps parents bring more calm and peace into their daily lives. Hunter has over 20 years of experience in meditation practices and has taught mindfulness to thousands worldwide. She's the mother of two active daughters who challenge her every day to hone her craft. You can learn more about Hunter at MindfulMamaMentor.com, a link that we'll make sure is in the show notes. Hi, Hunter. Welcome back to the pod. Hi, Casey. So nice to be hanging out with you again. I know. I'm so exciting. I'm so excited to talk to you. It you was, are exciting I'm, as well. I'm so exciting. <laughs> um, so we recently were together on the other side of the planet and thought it would be a fun idea to come on and talk about our experience around the Unparenting Conference that was held in Abu Dhabi last November. You were part of the team putting together the list of speakers to invite to apply. Will you share a little bit about how you got involved in that conference? I love this story. It's funny because I was curious myself about this question too. I They reached out to me. The conference got postponed because of COVID at one point. So they reached out to me over a year ago. And uh, I got a random message through LinkedIn. And I don't even, I don't even like, I'm just like occasionally I'm like, okay, I'll look at some of these messages. And, you know, there was this group reaching out from the Abu Dhabi government about a conference. And I was like, this is probably spam or some kind of weird thing, but maybe it isn't. So I'll just see whatever. And they wanted to have a meeting. So, okay, I'll meet with them. Who knows what this is? This is probably not a real thing, but it turns out it was a real thing. And they had been looking for a parenting expert. And I guess they found me through, you know, Mindful Parenting and Raising Good Humans to help them um, select speakers from different parts of the world outside of the Middle East region um, for this conference that the government of Abu Dhabi wanted to put on in the city of Abu Dhabi, the Emirati of um, Abu Dhabi. And I had to kind of look it up and, you know, say, okay, where is this? What's going on? Let me understand this part of the world. And it and it was uh, sort of a part-time job where I would be a speaker and then I would and get to invite other speakers. And I thought that would be fun. And also it's kind of an, a way to um, bring a direction and a certain amount of influence to an area about a, a way of different ways of thinking about parenting, which, you know, my mission is like to shift the way people think about parenting. So this 
you know, this is right in alignment with my mission. So I got started with this incredible team and and I felt great because I was like, I'm inviting people to a party. This is so fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's how it felt too. It was so exciting. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I kind of thought, okay, this is fun. I made my wish list of people I wanted to to bring to um, Abu Dhabi and I had to think about different topics and subjects and things like that. And people who would, uh, whose work would complement each other as well. And, um, and it was very exciting. I, I suggested, you know, I, I suggested many speakers, some, some were accepted and some weren't. And I, um, but for me, it was, it is interesting. I kind of didn't think until later, like, oh, it kind of as the conference started to actually roll around in actuality, then I started to then realize, oh, all these people who know me who are coming to this thing because of me, because they don't know anything about this place. My mutation, my it's really on the line here. I hope it goes well because <laughs> I had never, I had never even crossed my mind that it wouldn't go well until like right before the conference started to roll around. And then I started to get really worried. I was like, oh gosh, I hope they, they pull it off in a really good way because I've just been expecting that it would be amazing all the way along. Okay. But luckily it, it, it kind of was amazing. So. Oh my gosh. It was beyond, <laughs> it was beyond amazing. And I felt First of all, just so honored that you, I remember getting that email from you and just reading it, reading it, reading it again and just being like, wait, (laughs) what is Hunter inviting me to do? Like, oh my gosh, you know, and then the application process and encouraging you to include Julietta Skoog, my business partner and your trust in me and willingness to allow her to apply to and then both of us. Waiting. I just remember the waiting, 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 waiting to hear. Is this even a real thing? We would talk about it in our in our team meetings. Okay, well, we're holding November. We're holding the space and we'll see what happens, you know, and then finally getting that email of like, we are so excited to have you come. And I remember, well, and before I get to that, so when you were in conversation with this government agency in Abu Dhabi and they were explaining their vision, what was it that they wanted to create for the people, the Emiratis that were going to come to the conference? Well, I was part of an international team. So it was myself and um, there was, you know, amazing people, like people who had had been, you know, working and creative heads of Google and all these like really esteemed people who had done lots of conferences before and I really hadn't. So I kind of felt like, the okay, well, I'm just, I'm kind of the parenting person here, you know, and um, uh-huh. they were a really, really great team and they had connections to lots of amazing people. Um, so it, and they were just an incredibly supportive, wonderful team. But the, what I came to understand through them was that, you know, one thing that's interesting about Abu Dhabi is that there is, there is a push to, to really grow and, you know, to a push towards education, a push towards lots of liberal things, which are, um, you know, traditionally for the area, it's right next door to Saudi Arabia, like at one point uh-huh. um, before the 70s, like they were connected. So the area is uh, it can be culturally very, very conservative. 
And it is, uh, you know, Islamic country. They have different cultural and religious roots. But also it's a very um, it's a very international country in that, like, they have 85 percent of the population of Abu Dhabi is expats from all like 156 different countries. So it was really interesting. The idea was let's you know, we want to find what is the most progressive thinking in parenting. And and that was really exciting for me because I was like, OK, well, if that's the case, then then I'm this is great. I, I really want. And then the idea was to sort of to move into, you know, even, you know, the science, the research, what is the most up to date progressive thinking about parenting? And so that was super, super exciting to me. Stay tuned for more Mindful Mama podcasts right after this break. We are supported by Melon Headwear. These hats are perfect for Father's Day. They are built to be in and around water. They last five times longer than any other hat. They're naturally antimicrobial properties. It doesn't, sweat doesn't break down the hat. No sweat stains, no smell ever. It's built for the water. We tested it tubing on the Brandywine River and it was fabulous. It even floats when it drops in the water. It doesn't lose shape. It is amazing. An incredible, comfortable fit. Use code MINDFUL at checkout for 30% off your order. If you're trying to figure out a Father's Day gift, honestly, trust me, this is exactly what they want. Go to melon.com, that's M-E-L-I-N.com, and use the code MINDFUL at checkout for 30% off. Melon rarely offers discounts, so don't miss this opportunity. It is, I swear, the perfect Father's Day gift. Premium headwear, melon.com. Use the code mindful for 30% off. We are sponsored by Midi Health. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, vaginal dryness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. All of these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around perimenopause and menopause. And the experts at Midi Health understand what you're experiencing and how to help. Midi clinicians are menopause experts dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions. Midi care is covered by insurance, and with Midi Health, you can stop pushing through it all alone. Schedule a virtual visit to discuss your symptoms and health background in depth. You'll come out of the experience feeling heard and with a plan to start feeling better. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Joinmidi.com. Yes, so exciting. And such, I mean, there were so many contrasts, right? Like even being boots on the ground there. And we started out uh, when Julieta and I traveled there. We spent the weekend before the conference in Dubai. And I, it was very important to me. Like, I want to respect all of the rules you know, for women and how we need to dress. Which is, just for the listener, Dubai is like New York City <laughs> and Abu Dhabi is like Washington, D.C. Yeah. Or the UAE. Like Dubai, you know, has the tallest buildings and like oh, yeah. crazy, you know, ski slope inside and all that stuff. And then Abu Dhabi is like the D.C., right. which is just like slightly more conservative. Yeah, well, a lot more conservative in my experience. I mean, and and but in even in Dubai, it was like walking on the beach and seeing, you know, women covered head to toe 
passing by another woman in a G-string bikini. <laughs> and everybody's just kind of <laughs> yeah. doing their thing. And it was so, it just was such, a, it was such an, it, the contrast, right? Especially in Dubai, for sure existed, less so in Abu Dhabi. Um, but I love that. And talking to her, her excellency, the leader of the the government agency that was putting together this conference, her vision around, like, I remember her saying something like, we need to catch up. We want to catch up, right, to this progressive-minded, you know, she wanted a way of being with our kids and raising kids and families um, and having conversations with her and her excitement. And I'm kind of slightly embarrassed right now. I only know, I only hear, I only heard her excellency. And so (laughs) what was her name? Sarah something? Oh, no, I'm terrible at names. It is something like Sarah. I, I'm I'm sure I've forgotten like half of the speakers' names. I would have to like see them in person. And I'm, I'm really bad with that. But it was really inspiring. I mean, she was on this leadership, you know, at this level of leadership where she was the only woman of their excellencies. And, you know, for her to really push this vision for a conference that really expanded the mindset around how we be with our kids, I thought was just so inspirational on so many levels. And I, like I said, was super excited that you reached out to me and that I got to do this thing while also feeling very much like I have no idea what all my only idea about the culture of that part of the world comes from TV and movies, right? And this feeling of representation and I'm just a Western and this Western white Western woman showing up on stage to talk about parenting there was really some inner dialogue that I had around like what makes what makes me worthy of this of this microphone. Did you have any experience around that? I mean, you know, I, I was talking about how to stop yelling at your kids, which it turns out is like incredibly universal. And in fact, I think all the a, a lot of parenting topics were surprisingly universal. And this is something I talked to Dr. Laura Markham about because she's taught in yeah. China and all different parts of the world. And she said that it's incredibly universal parenting and the challenges that we are dealing with with kids. So there were huge cultural differences. And yeah, we didn't really know about them going into it very much at all. Kind of my cultural crash course was you and I both were there. (laughs) Like we went to the first day before the conference. We were brought to the camel festival and then a traditional Emirati (laughs) dinner at night. So. In the day, we were brought out to a camel festival, and Casey and Julieta had gone to Dubai first. So they were kind of at, in Abu Dhabi earlier than most of the other speakers. So it was Casey and Julieta, and then like me and like the organizing team. <laughs> and you were in in the inner team, and we all we were all brought out to this to the desert, and there we we were brought to a tent with golden chairs, a room with golden chairs and all the um these it and all in the tent and around the tent it was awesome. There were all these Bedouin men and camels. So men, you know, in the traditional white garb and the the head scarf and they taught us about the camel culture and then we got to go and we ate dates and we were given coffee and then we got to go and go out to these view the camel beauty contest and learn about how the you know they screen for botox 
I mean, boxing camels and, and collagen pillars and camels, which is amazing. Two million dollar camels. <laughs> it was so it was so bananas. Was we learned wild. a whole lot that day. And then that night we had this incredible experience. And both of these were very kind of kind of this dive into the culture because then we also had a lunch. But then at night we had this dinner where it was traditional. So the women were brought inside, whereas the men were brought outside yeah. to uh, a tent. And by now, a lot more speakers had arrived. So a lot of people came to this dinner in a home, and it was somebody's magnificent home. And we were in this magnificent space, and the First Lady Botswana was there, and there were many of us and people serving us beautiful drinks and chocolates. And we got to dance and I got to talk to their 14-year-old daughters of the house who were dancing. We talked about Halloween. And gorgeous. <laughs> yes. I mean, and just gorgeous. Like I'm thinking back to the the beautiful gowns they were wearing and just the the, the makeup and the scents. Remember they brought out all the different scents? Like smells and the perfumes and the oh my gosh it was yes the perfumed oils yes yeah we were anointed literally with oils which was so interesting to experience for for many of us and we had to kind of like there was some quick googling and the bus ride home to kind of understand well what had happened with these oils why were we anointed with the oils and and we found out it was a great honor. There was very, very expensive oils and that were, you know, it was this this lovely honor. Um, and uh, from what I understand or came to understand is that there's a big culture of privacy. There's a in that culture, which may be why we weren't <laughs> instructed on a lot of the cultural things ahead of time, because there is there is a big culture of the the private home. And then parenting the conference was so interesting because it really dives right into the heart of the relationships in the private home, right? The most private, you know, intimate relationships. We even had a, a speaker, Avital Schreiber, talk about partner intimacy in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> it was like, wow. And and do it incredibly well and very um, sensitively. And, um, and so it was really interesting this, that like, it felt like we had this invitation in, you know, this invitation we had, like we had, like in that dinner, we had this invitation into this private home and the way the whole conference was like this invitation into the family home, you know, did you, did you kind of feel that way? Yeah, totally. And that I have to just go back to the camel day because my biggest takeaway from that day is, oh, shoot, I put my hands on people a lot, <laughs> a lot. And there was one particular guy who was so great. I mean, he was kind of our main character of the day. Right. And he was so fun and so engaging <laughs> and animated. And I mean, I was standing next to him so much, put my hand on his shoulder. But Arm and Julietta finally was like, Casey, you're not allowed to touch him. Mm. Touching him. And then and then. Once I knew that rule, oh, yes, yes. I realized, oh, my gosh, I do this all the time. It was so hard for me. But, you know, there's so many small um, little nuances to learn. And, yeah, I loved that it was designed for us to deep dive prior to the conference. It felt it was so nice to step on the stage when it was finally my turn. So the conference was a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I spoke at 5 p.m. on the Thursday. Wow. And to look out at the people, and I talked about teens, you know, raising teens and uh, creating agreements and 
had this whole metaphor around, you know, getting in the passenger seat and really allowing for our teens to move through their experiences without this overlying, you know, idea of you can control it. Um, And and I was so grateful to have had some experiences, some cultural experiences, and then to also be able to say, to acknowledge like, hey, I'm a Western woman from the United States. And I'm learning about your culture and there is so much more for me to learn. And I just invite you to listen and take what take what lands for you, you know. And I felt like a collective sigh from the group when I said that because we did dig into some things and and I invited people up to the stage and did some experiential activities. The highlight was I did an activity around empowering versus discouraging our teens. And one of the um, volunteers who was volunteering as a parent burst into tears in her processing on stage. Oh. And I know you're, so nobody can see this, but Hunter just made a sad face. In my heart, I'm like, oh yeah. Like when somebody is moved emotionally like that, when I'm, you know, when we're working together, it is, it makes me feel so good because I know that what we're moving through is impactful. Yeah. And so she, you know, that was such a highlight for me. And, you know, and she's a traditional Emirati woman and, you know, head to toe in black. Her face was revealed. She didn't have the full face covering, but there's a picture of me with my arm around her and her just kind of burrowing in. And it's such a special moment that was captured. Here I am on the other side of the world offering an experience that is landing in the heart of this mother. I mean, I think, I don't know how many times while we were in Abu Dhabi, I said to you, Hunter, thank you. Thank you for that initial email because it was, it was so special on so many, so many levels, so many levels. And you talked about like that private, you know, those kind of universal topics, like we're all raising teenagers. We're all trying not to yell. We're all looking for more intimacy in our partnerships. Um, There was a talk specifically calling in fathers that was very well attended. There was a lot of of fathers at the conference, which I thought was really powerful as well. What were some other cultural through lines that you saw during the conference between just kind of what we were bringing and the people of Abu Dhabi and what they were what they were craving? I mean, I think that there's a similar thing happening there in a lot of ways that's happening here where there was there was this sort of traditional culture of, you know, there is this, still is this in a lot of ways, and this is true here in the United States, this culture of authoritarian parenting where the parents rule, specifically the father rules, and, you know, there's the kids, you know, those rules are enforced through fear, and there isn't a lot of connection necessarily. And what I see there, as well as here, is a real desire for parents of this generation to move away from that, to have a desire to move towards relationship and connection. And that definitely crossed the boundaries. Like, we we don't want, you know, necessarily our kids to hate us and fear us, right? And we were, we're starting to put together the pieces of what are the things that our parents did that that created that and how can we shift away from that and we're starting we're starting that that movement away from that and but you know a, a curiosity of what is on the other side of that you know what 
what will it look like, et cetera. So I, I, that was, I think, the cultural through line I saw. And yeah, and it was nice that the speakers, you know, the message was, you know, everybody was in agreement on that message in a lot of ways. And as a, a someone who went to the conference would hear the message in many different ways and many different voices about us calming our reactivity, right? I talked about how to stop yelling at your kids. And but they learn different ways to calm their re- reactivity in many different circumstances in many, many different ways. And so it was great to see some of the these these messages of um of greater awareness and greater compassion being reiterated in many different voices because that's how we all learn things, right? Is through repetition. And um and so it it was exciting to I, I was excited about that. It to me it seems like it's like a global movement in that way. Yeah, it felt like that. And I loved having the opportunity to go and see each other speak. Oh. I was glad to be in the middle so that I could reference um, some of the other speakers, right? Dr. Shapali was there. Chris Willard was there. And even stepping on stage, I wasn't nervous. Once it came time for me to talk, I felt pretty confident until I stepped on the stage. And then my whole body started to tingle and my heart started to race like, it wasn't in my head. It was in my body. And I got on stage and I said, oh, there it is. You know, and I could see Chris in the crowd and had just watched him speak, I think that morning and kind of shouted out to him like, OK, Chris, you know, I'm using some of the tools that you talked about in your talk about mindfulness and, you know, coming back to calm and referencing, you know, some of the messages that Dr. Shafali had brought up and talking about. Um, generation mindful and some of the things that were brought up in um, in her talk, like it was, it was just really lovely to feel, like you said, that alignment in our messaging um, as we took the stage and talked to and with the parents of Abu Dhabi. It was, yeah, it was so special and so powerful. And I really credit your team in the ways that you connected the speakers, because that was like the best part of the conference was getting to know everybody else who was so jazzed. Like we're all kind of like, I mean, there was a lot of speakers from the area who were, you know, less like, oh my God, where are we right now? And just the rest of us who were like, oh my God, what's happening? (laughs) And it was just so special to have so many touch points with each other, whether it was, you know, getting to eat together throughout the day, watching each other's talks, Mm -hmm. the dinners that we did together, the cultural experiences that were offered to us. It was just, it was so cool. I mean, it was just so cool. Yeah. And there was a lot of support. People, we came together and supported each other. Yeah, You know, we realized like on my team that helped bring a lot of the speakers and we realized, oh, now that we're here, we're going to have to support these speakers in like, where do you go? And where is what? What is what? And it was interesting because I was really jet lagged. Yeah. And I was speaking. So I was, you know, it was a bigger crowd than I had really ever spoken before. before. And I was also excited about meeting people that I admired so much, like like Jennifer Senior and Peter Gray and Shafali Sabari. And I, all, I was like, oh, I'm so excited to meet these people. <laughs> and then, you know, my job turned out to be on the ground that it was kind of like 
you know, afterwards, people have said, oh, you know, my team said to me, oh, Hunter, you know, it's amazing how you had so much energy and I'd see you, you'd have a smile on your face and you'd be having a good time. And I, it turns out that this is great work for me because I really felt like I was like the host of a party. And I was like, oh, wonderful. <laughs> you know, Harry Henry, you know, the Harvard researcher, me, Victoria Dunkley, you have so much to talk about. Like, I felt like I was the host of this great party and all these great people that I got to invite. And so I was having a really good time. And all you as a representative, all the speakers that some of the speakers that were kind of in my little cohort, you all gave me so much energy to then be like, okay, come on, let's go to the next thing. And this is where you go this, do this. And this is when this is. It was fun. It was super I really fun. enjoyed it. And I was so exhausted by Saturday. Oh, my gosh. I can only <laughs> imagine how your team felt because you were you must have been on WhatsApp like 24-7 because the WhatsApp, <laughs> I mean, I, there was like our group WhatsApp and then I'm sure plenty of side WhatsApping happening, but I bet you were exhausted. That was, it was incredible. And so I'm curious too, because I know for me, you know, my message is this, you know, stepping into our joyful courage and, um, being brave and leaning in and 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 being uncomfortable and all of those things and i i know for me my experience i definitely had to practice tools i definitely had moments on this you know in this global opportunity right alongside all of these amazing people that i looked up to that were in my mind big much bigger deal than i am Right. There definitely was some um, navigating of imposter syndrome and worthiness and comparing myself. Like, even it was even interesting. So, I did all my traveling with Julietta, and she's this like little bubbly people person. And I think I'm a people person, but I mean, I was like, all of a sudden, I was questioning how much of a people person I was, like, noticing, like, oh my God, Juliana, she's just so adorable. And like <laughs> watching myself slide into this old pattern that used to show up with girlfriends like in high school, like comparing myself, I feel so clunky and where we ran, they like her more than me and and catching myself and really leaning into the tools that I practice with my kids, with my husband out in the world around, I'm gonna feel my feet. I'm gonna, you know, offer self-compassion, self-love. I belong here. Mm. That's why I'm here. I'm worthy to be here um, and had to, you know, carve out time every day to really be in that practice. Stay tuned for more Mindful Mama podcast right after this break. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're aiming more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. 
I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics, depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. What were some of the things that came up to you, if any, um, that invited you into some of the mindfulness tools that you have practiced throughout your life? Did you have any wonky moments like I did? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I had them for a year going up to the conference because I was in this team of people who had put on amazing events and who had worked at Google and put on global conferences. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I've spoken in front of you know, probably 50 people in person and I've led some retreats and, you know, but they've all been small and things like that, like all, always very intimate. Yeah, yeah. And so I I knew that I loved speaking. Obviously, I have a Mindful Mama podcast. I like to talk. For me, it was about the speaking in public, the like doing a talk and giving a talk. That was the, for me the hardest thing. And so I know that my tendency is to sort of procrastinate and be like, I got this and then just wing it and not do such a great job. So I actually really, really did the opposite of that this time. And I really prepared and I got a speaking coach and I practiced speaking and I listened to myself speaking and I worked on it. And, you know, and that um, that helped me, you know, by the time I got to the stage when 250 people are in front of me and uh, then I I was happy with how I did. And then I was really happy when Jennifer Sr., who's did a TED Talk in front of Al Gore, said, hey, Hunter, I whatever would have known that you haven't done a lot of public speaking. You should do more. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's like the best thing anybody could have said to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and it was... uh it it was uh for me it was like a, it felt like a real like oh like it kind of felt like my college chemistry class like like I don't know if I'm good at this I haven't done you know necessarily a lot of this in the past but if I get enough help and I work on it and I focus you know whatever you practice grows stronger and you know it was uh it, it felt like that it felt like that A minus I got in college chemistry oh good job well <laughs> done on that yeah I love that I love that we can recognize places where we have growth. And I'm totally relating to the, I got this, I got this. It was funny how many iterations of my talk I created, but it, but it was like every time it was just kind of take that out, put that in, take that out, put that in, take that out until I got to really until I got to the stage. And I was like, okay, here we are. I've got my cool 
whatever, presentation thing. Oh, yeah. You had interactive presentation, you and Julieta. You guys went so fancy. I was really nervous about you and your tech. Um, So were we. I have a great picture of Julieta in the middle of all the tech guys (laughs) pointing at at the laptop and making sure like we had a variety of like, how are we going to make this happen if that doesn't work and if that doesn't work and if that doesn't work. So once we settled into, okay, okay, it works. And we became intimately involved with the tech team. Then I think we both sighed and, you know, had a sigh of relief for sure. Hey, I just want to give a shout out here to the team on the ground there at the at this conference. Like, so we didn't really, we had no, not that much contact. I had zero contact with them really at all you know, beforehand. And we didn't know what to expect. And when we got there, they were so, you know, on it. They had so much. There was such a high level of production. There were dancers. There were musicians. There was hair and makeup. There was an incredible, you know, photography team. The tech team was just it's incredible. Great, you know. And and so uh, I just want to give a shout out to this team on the ground that threw together this incredible experience in, in an incredibly short amount of time. Yeah, for sure. That it was. It was it was amazing. They pulled it. They really pulled it off. And it felt very professional and very polished. And just, again, such an honor to be there. Anything else that you want to make sure to share about the shared experience that we had? Any favorite moments? I mean, I think for me, the thing that really it pulls it pulls out for me is just it was like the power of community, the power of coming together in person, it would not have been the same if, it, you know, they were always very insistent. And it was during all these COVID spikes and things that had to be in person. And that's hard when you have to have people fly for 14 hours. Um, but I'm so glad it was because the personal in an age where we're becoming so independent of one another, you know, but those points like you know, we need each other, right? And we need to connect. And that it, there's such a power in that community. I, I, I'm just so grateful that that somebody wanted to put that kind of those those kind of resources into something like parenting, which is traditionally not funded and celebrated to that extent. And the power of coming together in a community and seeing, oh, like, here are all these, you know, over points of overlap that we have and that we share, and to have these connections with the, you know, especially I connected in a lot of ways with some of these the moms on the ground in Abu Dhabi and to talk to them and hear their stories and hear about their kids and their challenges. And and it was just amazing to me how how they all ask the same questions people ask here. It was so interesting, you know, that the universality of it. And 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 to me, it was just like a it, it was a huge touchstone in my life. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Me too. Well, we're going to share, we're each going to share this conversation on our pod. So I'm just going to let your listeners know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll introduce you beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. You can listen to my show, Joyful Courage Podcast, wherever you listen to Hunter's show and find my work at besproutable.com slash teens. And Hunter, where can my listeners find you? Well, you can listen to the Mindful Mama podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, And you can grab Raising Good Humans anywhere you want to listen or read books. And you can find me at mindfulmamamentor.com. Yep. And we're both on Instagram. We're both on the socials. Maybe don't connect with us on LinkedIn because we rarely (laughs) check in there. (laughs) Unless you are some 
amazing human that wants to put together a yeah. global conference, then feel <laughs> free to reach out wherever you want. Hunter, it's so good to see you. I can't wait till the next time we're in person together. Thanks for spending time with me today. Thank you, Casey. It's so nice to see you. And I love your energy and what you bring to the world and and bringing as inviting you and Julietta. It's one of the best, best decisions I made in that conference. I'm so glad that we got to, to be there together. Thank you. Me too. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Casey Arorty. And if you did, please, if you get any value from this podcast, please go leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. It makes such a huge difference. And I want to give a shout out this week to Annel Brack, who left a five-star review. She said, Hunter is authentic. He or she said that. Hunter is such an authentic soul who acknowledges her mistakes and growth as a mother, which makes her listeners feel comfortable enough to see our own truths and growth. She has incredible guests who add to the mindfulness revolution. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate that enormously. So please, if you enjoyed this episode, you get value from this podcast, please leave your own rating and review. And if you want to uh, give me your feedback, let me know. You can uh, tag me on Instagram at Mindful Mama Mentor on Facebook. Same same thing at Mindful Mama Mentor. And I would love to know what you think. That's it. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. We have some awesome episodes coming up and I'm wishing you a great week. I really appreciate you listening, sharing, all the things. Just appreciate you being part of this revolution, being part of this amazing community and want to acknowledge you for just taking the time to water your good seeds, to, to fill yourself up with something that uplifts and helps us move forward in a stronger, positive way. So wishing you a great week, wishing you peace, wishing you ease, wishing you some fun and good night's sleeps and all that stuff. And I will be practicing those things too. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. I'd say definitely do it. It's really helpful. It will change your relationship with your kids for the better. It will help you communicate better. And just, I'd say communicate better as a person, as a wife, as a spouse. It's been really a positive influence in our lives. So definitely do it. I'd say definitely do it. It's so worth it. The money really is inconsequential when you get so much benefit from being a better parent to your children and feeling like you're connecting more with them and not feeling like you're yelling all the time or you're like, why isn't things working? I would say definitely do it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you. No matter what age someone's child is, it's a great opportunity for personal growth and it's a great investment in someone's family. I'm very thankful I had this. You can continue in your old habits that aren't working or you can learn some new tools and gain some perspective to shift everything in your parenting. Are you frustrated by parenting? Do you listen to the experts and try all the tips and strategies, but you're just not seeing the results that you want? Or are you lost as to where to start? Does it all seem 
so overwhelming with too much to learn? Are you yearning for a community of people who get it, who also don't want to threaten and punish to create cooperation? Hi, I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and if you answered yes to any of these questions, I want you to seriously consider the Mindful Parenting membership. You'll be joining hundreds of members who have discovered the path of mindful parenting and now have confidence and clarity in their parenting. This isn't just another parenting class. This is an opportunity to really discover your unique, lasting relationship, not only with your children, but with yourself. It will translate into lasting, connected relationships, not only with your children, but your partner too. Let me change your life. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com to add your name to the waitlist, so you will be the first to be notified when I open the membership for enrollment. I look forward to seeing you on the inside mindfulparentingcourse.com. Hey, are you a parent of a teenager? Are you feeling overwhelmed about how to be what they need while also holding limits and boundaries that keep them safe? Are you tired of conversations that negate how messy this season of parenting is? Well, I've got you. My name is Casey O'Rourke. I am a positive discipline trainer, parent coach, and the host of the Joyful Courage podcast. Every week I come to you with an interview, digging into tough topics with experts I trust and solo shows that go deep into the personal growth and mindset needed to raise teens in a way that grows them into confident, capable young people. I am not afraid of getting real about the intersection of conscious parenting and the teen years, while also bringing in vulnerability, humor, and lightness. I'm walking the path with you and honored to serve. Listen to Joyful Courage on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts.